Hi, this is Shelly Clark from The Honeycone, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Hey, buckle up. It's time for another ride into the world of entertainment right here on On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zimrak. This is episode 664 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, we have a music guest here at On Screen and Beyond, and we're going to go back to the 70s, when Honeycomb was coming out with the hits, the number one hits, One Ad, Stick Up, but they also had other songs that made the top 40, like One Monkey Don't Stop No Show, and just so many others, and it's Shelly Clark, she's going to be joining us, and she's out touring now, and also, you know, just bringing that great music back. So I uh, hope you're going to stick around for that. Shelly's going to tell us a whole lot of things because she's done a lot of other stuff that you don't probably know about. And she's going to be letting us in on that. So get ready for that. Shelly Clark in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. Hope you had a great week. Uh, two weeks, really, uh, because I took last week off for the Thanksgiving weekend. Relaxed and had a good time. Hope you had a great time, too. And uh, if you want to get in touch with me at On Screen and Beyond, you can get in touch with me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And uh, one of the biggest things is I want to make sure if you're new to the show, go ahead and follow us or like us or uh, subscribe to us, whatever, you know, depending on where you're getting the podcast, whatever podcast provider you're going to. Um, if you go to them, you can uh, subscribe or follow, whichever way they call it. And uh, that way, it doesn't cost anything. What they do is they, as soon as we release the episode, boom, goes right to you if you're a subscriber or a follower or whatever, like I say. And that way, you don't have to be searching, you know, well, is a new episode out? Uh, did he say he was going to take this week off? Uh, all that sort of stuff doesn't matter because you're going to get it directly as soon as we release it. So that's the best way to do it. Be sure to tell a friend about On Screen and Beyond. Get the word out to get more people listening. Tell a friend to go back and look at our 663 others, 664 today. But uh, look back at all the different people we've had on. And it's an amazing group of people. And they are just so interesting to listen to them talk about their careers, their lives, their books, their movies, their songs, their TV shows, whatever. Check it out at onscreenandbeyond.com. And uh, we have more and more coming. We have another musical guest coming next week. And I think it's on the list uh, next week. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yes, it is. <laughs> I had to think about it there. And uh, so we have that coming up. Then we have a group of uh, uh, actors from a new film that's coming out, uh, coming our way. Then we'll take a little time off around the uh, Christmas season and uh, also around you know New Year's. And uh, then we'll get back to you in the first of the year with all new episodes of On Screen and Beyond. So I hope you're going to keep listening. Tell a friend, like I said, and uh, if you uh, are on 
you know, wherever you're getting your podcast, leave a five-star review for us. That would really help us out, and uh, we'll keep these things coming at you, and uh, just so much fun, and I hope you're enjoying them. Well, we have some very interesting things coming our way. Uh, now that the strike is over, it seems that, uh, you know, things are just rolling out, and everybody's coming up with new shows and new movies and, and all sorts of stuff coming our way. So we're going to give you all that information, and it's coming up right here on On Screen and Beyond, because it's time for remakes, sequels, and prequels on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> Up and try again. Remake sequels and prequels. Looks like Tom Holland says another Spider-Man sequel has been discussed, but has not surfaced because a compelling story idea has not yet emerged. So they're trying to come up with something that's going to be you know worth coming out. And Eli Roth's Thanksgiving is getting a sequel, and it will be coming our way in 2025. So they're going to be. You know, putting the pedal right to the metal on that one. Beetlejuice 2 is wrapping up filming, and uh, Tim Burton says it could come our way on September 6th, 2024. And Sonic the Hedgehog 3 will be hitting theaters on December 20th, 2024. And it looks like the Blumhouse, they're saying that Ethan Hawke will return for the Black Phone 2 on June 27th, 2025. And that's it for remake sequels and prequels coming up next on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies. Christmas Day, you can look for Joel Edgerton and Colm Turner to star in a George Clooney-directed film called The Boys in the Boat. And here's one. Mini Driver, Felicia Richard, Jeremy Ryans, and Jason Statham will star in The Beekeeper, and it's in theaters on January 12th. And The Price of Freedom begins shooting on January 24th, and it's going to be directed by Mario Van Peebles, who has been a guest here at On Screen and Beyond. He's done some great films, that uh, not only that he's been in, but also he's directed some. Uh, and uh, that's uh, also going to be starring Aisha Jackson, Harry Lennox, Keith David, who's been a guest here at On Screen and Beyond, and Kevin Sorbo, who's also been a guest here at On Screen and Beyond. And it tells the true civil rights story of Harry and Harrietta Moore. So be sure to be looking out for that one. That's uh, The filming is just going to be starting, so it'll probably be another year or so before it comes out. And that's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond. Movies and TV on DVD and streaming. <laughs> Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Mark Cuban, and if you love television like I love television, you have to listen to On Screen and Beyond. Movies and TV on DVD and streaming while the animated film Craig Before the Creek comes to digital on December 11th and on DVD on March 26th. Taylor Swift, the Aerator extended version, will be available for rent on December 13th. January 16th, Roger Corman's The Devil's Partner, newly restored to 4K Special Edition. And it uh, it also includes the creature from The Haunted Sea. And Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 2 soars on to 4K Blu-ray and DVD on December 5th. And also on December 5th, you can catch the Winchesters, the complete first season, as it hits DVD. That's it for Movies and TV on DVD and streaming. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time. ABC will air in January the Hulu original Only Murders in the Building with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Peacock will premiere Ted, the limited series from Seth MacFarlane, and it's based on the film, and it comes our way on January 11th. And FX's new Shogun, the samurai epic, will premiere on February 27th on Hulu, and CBS's Ghosts, which is a big hit for them, and it's going to be bringing Season 3 to us on February 15th. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're sitting down with Shelley Clark of Honeycomb. Now, back in the 70s, uh, she had the hits One Ads and Stick Up. And then they had other hits uh, like One Monkey Don't Stop, No Show, and things like that. Uh, A lot of great stuff. But Shelly's been around uh, more than just with Honeycomb. She's done a lot of other stuff. We're going to find out all about that. Shelly Clark next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Our guest today on On Screen and Beyond is a founding member of the R&B soul girl group Honeycomb. She is a member of the Soul Music Hall of Fame and she has given us the number one hits Want Ads and Stick Up. She has been touring, singing all the great hits. It's Shelley Clark. Shelley, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Hello and thank you for having me. Well, Shelly, it, it's a, such a pleasure to have you on because uh, back in the day, uh, loved your yes, music, yes. you know, and uh, it, it's you. great that you're still out there, you know, going around, going at it. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's more fun now, I have to say, than it, it was then, I think. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I've had a lot of different artists on over the years, and a lot of them say that. They say playing now is 
I, for whatever reason, it's just so much more relaxing and enjoyable. It, it, it's why do you feel that way? I don't know. Absolutely. It's almost like you've been given uh, a second chance. Uh, and now you are well steeped in the industry and you sort of know yourself better. You know uh, the music and you know your, your fans. And uh, it becomes more fun because, you know, as you get older, in a way, it's a little more playful, I think, now. So you know that you don't have to really prove anything or, or uh, if you make a mistake. You just say, hey, you guys know that was a mistake, right? <laughs> and, you, and you move on. And the, the, the public is so forgiving. They just want to see you and hear you. And, um, uh, you know, I think that's the best explanation. Other than that, I don't know. But mm-hmm. <laughs> it just it feels good. Yeah. Now, why uh, have you been touring all along over the years or has, did you take well, a pause well, or how did that work? Yes. Yes. Well, starting way back when we signed in 1968, um, it was uh, Edna Wright, Carolyn Willis, and myself signed to the iconic uh, songwriting team, Holland Dozier Holland. Mm-hmm. And they ha- had that dispute with Barry. He paid them to go away, and they started their own record label. So we did uh, three years on their label, which was Hot Wax Records. And uh, the time came when, I, I guess, you know, everything has a run, and it- excuse me, had its run, and then one of the girls quit because uh, she was just, un, you know, unhappy with uh, touring, 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 and um, not having control, because back then, in the 70s, you just did what they told you to do. Uh, she was the first one to leave, so the energy left on in the group and from the, the record label. So, after that, uh, the lead singer, Edna Wright, tried to reform the group, um, and it didn't really come back together. She did a little bit of touring. I wasn't with her at that point. Um, she used her daughter. And then uh, fast forward, she passed away in uh, the COVID year. I believe it was 2020, 2020 or maybe 2022. I can't really remember, but it was September 12th. Yeah. And uh, after that, I you know re, re-upped the group. And actually, I actually re-upped my own honeycomb and bought the trademark in 2014. So I've been doing my own version uh, for, you know, since then. And yes, we have been, you know, touring here and there. We were lucky enough to get on the Soul Train cruise with with all the, you know, RB yeah. greats. And, uh, you know, we've been to Atlantic City and the Poconos and uh, Vibrato's Elegant Supper Club here in L.A. And we're... You know, we're just trying to keep it out there. And uh, when we have new dates, it'll be posted on our website, which is honeycone.biz. Great. And yeah. now, for, when, for 2024. Mm-hmm. When you're out there doing those mm-hmm. songs, mm-hmm. I can only imagine that there's all you can see is smiles because, you know, it's bringing <laughs> back so much, me- so many memories to people. Is, is that correct? Well, not only smiles. I mean, we had one concert where the, the people sang so loud, sang singing our songs back to us and with us that if we had dropped out singing, you never would have known because <laughs> they, they they were uh, so engaged, you know, with us and the lyrics. And you know, as you know, we were the first girls trio that ushered in a new mindset for women. And uh, we, we had stopped begging men to come home and our writers were young 
men and they took a leap of faith and said, you know, if we were women and a guy was messing up and uh, not cooperating, what would we want to say? And the lyrics were just perfect. You know, can you imagine one monkey don't stop no show? Um, who, who talks like that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, they did. And, uh, and, and all of it worked. And then the other girls trio started saying, you know what? You know, we can we can uh, bump our lyrics up, too, and start, you remember, Mr. Big Stuff, who do you think you are? Yes. You know? yes. <laughs> and Armed and Dangerous with, uh, you know, the other group. Uh, first Choice was their name. Mm-hmm. And so it caught on. But I'm, I'm happy to say that we uh, kicked off that brand new era. Yeah, so. well, it, it, it's so good to see. Uh, you know, now I, I'm putting on my my age hat here because uh, you know <laughs> I, well, I remember. Whatever you are, you're not older than me. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but, but the thing is, you know, right now you've got Paul McCartney out. Mm-hmm. Out, you know, he goes out and tours, and the Beatles mm-hmm. are on the charts. The Rolling Stones mm-hmm. are on the charts. You mm-hmm. knocked off the Rolling Stones from the number right? one spot with Juan ads and they had brown sugar and you knocked them off and they're on right they're back again <laughs> touring i mean it's just so right? great to see these all these groups from the 60s and 70s coming back and doing things and to be honest you know i mean like i say this is my grumpy old hat you know <laughs> thing but the, the music then was so much better than the you know the music now now it sounds all the same all and, the same. And it's, Agreed. you know, they get a, they get a hit and somebody says, Oh, well, I got to sound like that because I got to get a hit. But back then right. everything was so different and it, it's so nice yes. to see everybody back, back, you know? <laughs> well, I, I've got to do a shameless plug and I've got to add two more uh, legendary acts into the four that you mentioned. My husband, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes, uh, they they have a new lease on. You know, what I mean, but it's been going on forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, uh, many people know that they toured with Lionel Richie all all um, uh, beginning of the year, and uh, they're going uh, out with Chicago next year. Wow! And so he, here's another legendary band that never, uh, you know, they didn't slow down either. Right. Yeah. So because because I can. Uh, you know, interact with my own husband who, who's done it for years. Although I have to say, Honeycone had gold records before they did, before Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> you so, were first. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And, and he, and he'll, he'll tell people that too. He's not ashamed. You know, he goes, Oh, no, no, no. She had, she had hit records. They were famous before us. <laughs> and, uh, and so. Uh, you're right, and they and I think Earth, Wind, and Fire. The principals are 72. Lionel Richie, 74. They're all out there, as you say. They're all doing it, and 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 trust me, it is more fun for them too. Yeah, it's just just it's just great to hear all that that great music that uh, everybody has and what you have, you know. And it's it's glad I'm glad that you're out there. Thank you. Thank you. And it it feels great to, to be out there, and you know, we'll see what 2024 holds for us. We have some things uh, on the on the wire that you know we'll we'll get into uh, when 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 it happens. Yeah. Well, and another thing is back in the the, the sixties or yeah, I think it was the sixties. You were um, on the Andy Williams show, correct? That's correct. And you were also. You, is it true that you were a gonna be a, you were hired to be a regular on the TV show, The Jim Neighbors Hour? 
Yes, yes. Now, you know, on the 1968 Andy Williams special is where we met for the first time, the Honeycomb. And one of the members I knew, uh, Carolyn Willis, but I didn't know Edna Wright. And so that's how we started. We got started because Edward Holland saw us on the Andy Williams special, and we were very good. That They still played uh, that periodically on um, PBS. Uh, so period, and sometimes I, it just comes on TV randomly, and my husband will scream, "Hey, hey, babe, you're on TV again!" <laughs> but but it was just so good because it was featuring the late Burt Bacharach uh-huh. and uh, and Dionne Warwick. But but as you say, I was uh, a little bit you know annoyed that Honeycone wasn't getting. Uh, we weren't. None of our records were jumping off. So I, so I, against the company's rules, I took a job back here in L.A. because we were just waiting and waiting and waiting. And I had lost hope that we were going to have a hit record. They didn't sound, at the time, they didn't sound like they would be number one hits to me. But, you know, um, I took a job. And wouldn't you know it, I'm, I'm, you know, on the gym neighbors as a regular, you know, and all of a sudden I get a call from Edward Holland, get off that damn show. The record just went. <laughs> to number one <laughs> I said, but i can't i love this show <laughs> sorry it's time to go touring wow. so uh i gave notice i gave notice to the producers and they said no we're not letting you go uh you know you are signed for two seasons and you're going to do two seasons and i said what's it going to take to get me off the show uh where you guys aren't going to try to sue me and he said we're going to replace you you're going to replace yourself with someone that we love and adore as much as we do you and if if it's not right we're going to veto every you know choice of yours until it gets right so they vetoed three girls and then uh i i auditioned one of the ray lets that was touring with ray charles and they accepted her and then i could and then i could leave the show and fly to detroit but not a minute sooner. Wow. <laughs> it was it was crazy. <laughs> so how many shows were you on on the Jim Neighbors Hour? Uh, I, there, uh, believe it or not, one one is still online. I said I thought to myself I'd never find this, but I almost did uh, a full. I want to say maybe maybe three months. You know, because our records just weren't you know hitting that mm-hmm. fast. Yeah. And um, I was considering getting out of Honeycone altogether because uh, we were sort of like the Supremes. You know that story, right? They were the last ones to get a hit at Motown, and they became sort of like the butt of the joke. You know the the no, they call them the no-hit Supremes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so we were the no-hit honeycomb. But wow. uh, you know, when it's when it's your time, God makes it your time, mm-hmm. uh, and not a not a minute sooner. Um, and so, yeah, I was almost not a honeycomb because I loved that TV show. And Jim Neighbors, you know, he sings, right? Oh, yes. He's a wonderful yeah. singer. Yeah. yeah. A wonderful singer. Yeah. Uh, Gomer Pyle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time um, uh, he was performing. I was in Hawaii and he was performing at the Hilton Hawaiian Village in there. There used to be this round building that they used to have on the on the property. And, and I went to see his show there. And it's just an incredible show. I mean. It's, uh... Well, let me just tell you some fast facts that uh, people need to know about uh, uh, Jim Neighbors and Dusty Springfield, both openly gay before it was popular. And they had to, uh, you know, they were just relentless with, I'm going to be me. I don't care. I toured with Dusty uh, and her partner. 
and which was uh, unheard of back in the day. Right. But then you see these people that, that that understood, look, this is who I am. You know, you're going to like my music or not, whatever. Uh, this is this is it. And and uh, uh, Jim Jim Neighbors was another one. He uh, and was such a beautiful man and just kind to everybody on the set. And uh, I can't say enough, you know, about about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was so talented. Mm-hmm. You know, going from you know the 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 lovable but goofy Gomer Pyle, and then you right, see, then you right. see him to a serious singer, right? Yeah, and it's like you know, and his voice changed, and it was like wow, <laughs> you know, I right? Mean, and you you say you say it, it doesn't look like it should come out of of yes, him, right? Yes, you look at that, oh, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, old Silent Night, and some of those uh, chestnuts roasting. Mm-hmm. Oh man. He he was incredible. Yeah. Uh, but I but I also had a you know great time as a, as an Iket with Tina Turner, and um, you know every she just had a birthday uh, a few days ago. Mm. So I blow up I blow her up on all my social medias because uh, she was the one that actually that was pre Honeycomb. You know that was I want to say oh. 1966, oh. and I toured toured with the Ike and Tina Turner Review. Um, and she will get you ready for this industry because she's just such a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. So in order to get the job, you had to sing and dance and energy all the way, you know, for two, you, you've seen her shows yes, yes. <laughs> energy for two and two hours at a time, but no, no one did it like her. Yeah. And I know, well, I know we have Beyonce now who, who sings and dances, but still, uh, she stands on the shoulders, oh. but she'll tell you that of Tina Turner, Yeah, you know, she'll, yeah. She'll say that. That must have been, I mean, of course, Tina was out front singing, but as a background singer for her, you guys were just as as energetic as oh, she look. was. It, it, you, oh, must been, you must have lost 40 pounds every every show. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, no. The iCats, we were something else, and we made up our own choreography, too. And uh, she was very heavy into astrology. And the first day I met her, she said, what sign are you? And I said, uh, I'm a Leo. She said, ah, great. I'm Sagittarius. I'm going to stand you next to me on stage, and we're going to fire it up. And so, you know, I'm a dancer first uh, and singer second. So, uh being next to her on stage was just everything. But of course, they have Ike who's ready to fine you $5 for every infraction. You know, you miss a step, you miss a note. <laughs> I really? think this is way of get, getting the money back. Uh, if you have a run in your stocking, if, you're, if your hair uh, flies uh, around, uh, $5 fine. And they would add up. But I think he got that from James Brown. He was the first one really? to start finding wow. his his band members. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's wait, horrible. And on the shoulders, right? <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. Gee, you know, I mean, you know, we're well, we're all human. Hey, look, welcome mean. to the sixties. Welcome to the sixties and seventies. There was no room for error, and also, um, I think it was a way that I'm going to pay you and take some of the money back. You know, who who know, what do I know? <laughs> Jeez, huh? I know. Yeah. Wow, and that's why it's more fun now, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. You know, you, 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 I'm sure you're more relaxed, you know, because oh yeah, oh yeah, just, and like, you have control. You know, you have control over your show. Uh, you have control over your wardrobe, over over your choreography, and uh, you know, just back in the day, you had to do what they tell, told you to do because they were footing all the bills. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, once you remove remove that factor, um, you know. It's just so much better now. You know, we wear what we want to wear. I remember we were the first artists on Soul Train Cruise. 
And uh, uh, that was 1971, I want to say, in Chicago. We were the very first artists with the Gladys Knight and Eddie Kendricks and Bobby Hutton. That wow. was the four of us. And we kicked off that show. But Don came to me uh, and said, uh, look, look, little girl, you know, your, your dress is quite pro- um, provocative. I don't know that uh, you can wear that on daytime TV. And it, it, it wasn't that bad, but it, it was like, sort of like a plunging neck, neckline. Mm-hmm. And it was, he thought too much for, uh, you know, for a new show. Uh, and I said, well, I didn't bring anything else, so I have to wear this. And <laughs> so, you know, I just went on with it. But I mean, it, that, that show even looks good today because, of course, that wardrobe caught up with, uh, you know, the styles now right but uh but it was great it was just a long black dress with a nice neckline and um i i'd wear it today yeah yeah <laughs> i mean back nowadays they probably say you know why are you wearing so much i mean <laughs> <laughs> right exactly right it's like the dress is a little too long I'll cut it to the knee and <laughs> yeah above the knee right <laughs> right so so yeah lots of great stories this is John O'Hurley. You remember me as Jay Peterman, and I'm on on screen and beyond. So you actually had uh, not just singing experience, but you you were on TV on different things too. You weren't just on Jim Neighbors, sure. correct? Sure, sure. Uh, well, this now we're getting post Honeycone, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, when I starred in a show called Hot City. By then, I had met Verdine White. We had started working together, um, not even dating, just working together musically. And uh, an opportunity came up where they were looking for a girl who could sing and dance to star on a weekly show, sort of like Solid Gold. Yeah. Uh, but it was called Hot City. And so um, it, it was great. I signed on to that for uh, two seasons as well. And Verdine was the music producer. So we came, we sort of came in as a package. Uh, and the outstanding Allie Willis, who did the lyrics for September and Boogie Wonderland, we used her first before all that. Uh, so Allie did all my songs on Hot City with Verdine. And, um, uh, and that show, that show was great too. You know, I had, I had, I was like an alien from outer space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm looking at your credits here, so I can't I can't say that I know of this, but I, I'm just finding interesting facts here. Uh, in, mm-hmm. in 1959, you were in a, uh, I don't know if it's a TV show or a film called The Green Pastures. You were an angel. Oh, Is that correct? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, in 59, because I was a child star. And so, you know, my start, you know, the, my career started as a seven-year-old. And so my brother was... Uh, also, you know, my parents saw a very lucrative opportunity with both of us. We could sing and dance, and my father would train us to do acrobats and this, that, the other. And so anything that came up in New York where, where, that called for a uh, child actor, child singer, child dancer, uh, we got it hands down over and above any other kids that may have auditioned. So that's how we got the role in House of Flowers on Broadway, seven months with Pearl Bailey. Um, wow. And uh, the, st- the story goes where my brother and I auditioned against like maybe 400 dance teams, kids. And, and the producers came to my father and he said, well, we like your kids the best, but this role calls for two boys 
because uh, the House of Flowers was a house of ill repute in, in the uh, West Indies. Mm-hmm. And so the two little boys took care of the women of the night. Um, I mean, it, it was a beautiful musical uh, and, a, and a big hit by Truman Capote. It ran you know, every night for seven months. And so uh, my father said, you want two boys? Okay, fine. So he takes me in the bathroom with scissors and cuts all my hair off <laughs> to where I look like my brother. And it was down to my waist. I was traumatized. <laughs> and he said, she said, shut up. It'll grow back. <laughs> and then he marches, he marches me back uh, to the producers and he goes, you want two boys? Boom, you got them. And the producer said, you're hired. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's how's, a, what, what, how's that for a story? Yeah. A backstory. Wow. Jeez. And, and that, and that, and that starred Diane Carroll. She was 18. It was her first role. Um, it was Alvin Ailey, the wonderful dancer and his dance troupe. It, it was, um, uh, What's his name? Joffrey Holder. You know him from the Seven Up commercials and the mm-hmm. James Bond movies. Oh yes, yes, Live yes. And, let die. and uh, right, <laughs> and there were there were so many. Uh, you know, uh, I just want to say, uh, cast of characters in that in that play that went on to do great things. Yeah. yeah. So so. Um, How was it my, working my, with Pearl Bailey? I mean, Pearl Bailey was such an incredible actress. Right, right. And she, uh, I want to say, was very kind to me and my brother, and she was just wonderful uh, on stage. And you learned so much just watching her because she was on, kind of like Tina, in a different way uh, every single night. And uh, as opposed to when I toured seven months with Cab Calloway, he wasn't so friendly to me because he wanted his daughter to have the role so that he could spend time with her on the road. Uh, so I toured seven months with him and he was angry. Uh, and every single night it was, you know, growling and snarling at me and one thing after the next. And plus, uh, you know, I was giving him a run for his money on stage too. <laughs> so he, he didn't like that part. <laughs> but you're nine years um, old. Why would he, you I know, know that, that's know. horrible. That's, you know, to, know, to treat know. a nine year old that way. It's not your fault. You just, they it, hired you. That, you know? that, 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 that I was good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, so, so, I mean, this industry, you know, Verdine calls it the wild, wild west. You can, a lot of times you just can't control and you have to play damage control as you go. And my father uh, came out on the road and saw what was happening, that he was uh, uh, sometimes trying to trip me on stage, maybe to make me fall. And uh, my father said, OK, you know, if we're dealing with with this kind of stuff from an adult then you've just got to turn it into a routine. You know, if you see something coming toward you, then you spin away and go that way. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm huh. telling you, you just sort of have to, you know, you have to improvise, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and get the get the job done. Just wow. get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in your career uh, with Honeycomb, of course, before, after, I mean, you, you, you've done so mm-hmm. many things, but you were yes. uh, one of the featured singers on MacArthur Park. Oh yes, yes. Um, uh, I got a call from. Uh, Jimmy Webb, um, and it's so funny you should bring that that up because I posted that song today on um, my Instagram, oh, which really? is uh, <laughs> official Honeycone. If people want to follow us, official Honeycone Instagram, and on Facebook it's called a legendary Honeycone on Facebook. 
but MacArthur's Park, uh, yeah, originally it was uh, with the with the done with the actor. Okay, his his name is mis- uh, escaping me for right now, but Richard you know Harris. who I mean. Yeah, Richard. Richard Harris. There it is. And they needed a, a girl to come in and sing and also be able to hit a high C at the very end. Um, and so my name was in the industry by then, so I didn't really audition. I just went in. Uh, and did you know what I was supposed to do and hit the high C and everybody was happy and I got a bunch of money and and that was that. Now, now <laughs> but, were there? Any... It was a great song, great song. Oh yeah, were there any other songs? In fact, Jimmy Webb was a guest here uh, a few years back on here. I had mm-hmm. him on, but um, mm. over the years, uh, have there, have you been you know on other songs, other hit records and things like that that we might know of? Um. Uh, my memory is, escapes me right now for you know actually being on other songs. Some of the Honeycomb were on uh, lots of songs with with uh, with various people. Yeah, wow. But um, but uh, trying, I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I I was very fortunate to to be able to also tour with little Richard and he was a handful, uh, but <laughs> I, I loved, <laughs> I, right. <laughs> you know, sure. Surely they hate me cause I'm so beautiful. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but I enjoyed that too. I wasn't a singer. I was, uh, a lead, the lead dancer that opened the show for him. Oh. And then he came out and then he sang, mm-hmm. um, he must have been wild. So, I mean, he, or he seems right. to be wild. Or was, or was he one of these people who, when they're out on the stage, they're they're all out there, and then all of a sudden they're an introvert when they get off stage. Uh, he he was an introvert. I mean, an extrovert all the time. All the time. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit calmer, a little bit calmer off stage, but just he had a, a sense of humor that would rock you. Really, he would he it would rock you. Yes, hmm. it was it was insane. Uh, he has a you know personality that is he's hilarious. Hmm. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, wow. Oh, yeah. oh man. Well, Shelley, it it's so fascinating to hear all the things that you've been doing that I I didn't know, and I'm sure a lot of people didn't know the things you've done. You know, besides of course Honeycone and and you know the one uh, the one ads and uh, uh, thank you. you know, stick up and everything. <laughs> it's great to hear that you're back out there. Um, I'd like to Thank finish you. up with uh, one final question. Uh, maybe, okay. Maybe two. <laughs> but, okay, okay. But okay. Um, before we do that, uh, you say people can find out where you're going to be in 2024 by going to your website? Yes, uh, honeycone.biz. Okay. And how about on your socials? And can they catch it on that too? Oh, yeah. That's uh, Legendary Honeycone on Facebook and Official Honeycone uh, on Instagram. And I think I think we have a Twitter, too. Uh, and that might be Official Honeycone also. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, well, the final question is, uh, and I'm going to add another one. from. I always ask the same final question to everybody, but I want to throw in another one. Uh, so first off, when as far as music, what kind of music do you enjoy? What are your favorite songs? Yeah. What do I like? Um, you know what? I actually uh, like a lot of, uh, believe it or not, uh, gospel. And I think that's where a lot of the roots, you know, from the uh, 
uh, original chords uh, and harmonies came from and the exciting music. Uh, but I also like, I like a little bit of everything. Now, my husband just listens to classical in the house. That's all he plays here. Wow. Um, and so some, some of that I enjoy, too, as I uh, study classical uh, music at uh, on a scholarship at USC. So, m- m- you know, my roots are like all over the place. I love uh, musical comedies, uh, you know, Call the Wind, Mariah. All, you know, I'm, I'm like, so I can't really say it's just one genre. I'm, I mean, even some hip hop, because they've sampled all of our stuff anyway. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, com- Common sampled Honeycomb. Uh, Mary Mary, the gospel group sampled Honeycomb. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, um, and how many people sampled Earth, Wind, and Fire? I mean, that that's that's oh, yeah. almost every everybody. Right. So so yeah, I I love I I guess I love all types of music, and it just depends on. Um, uh, I wasn't honestly, I wasn't really into Earth, Wind, and Fire in the very beginning. I learned to appreciate it as time went on. Hmm. Yeah. Now, what about? When you sit back and relax, what do you enjoy watching on TV? What's your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Okay. So what I, what I like is uh, action, you know, the, all the Indiana Jones. I yeah. love all the James. Uh, matter of fact, this week they're having a James Bond marathon out here. I keep it on that channel all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Espionage. <Yeah. laughs> so, and, and I mean, some musicals, but not, not really. When I'm relaxing, I'm like just into uh, just action, action pack stuff. That's, that's me. And my husband, he keeps it on PBS. He just likes, you know, regular, regular old, uh, you know, maybe vintage uh, performances mm-hmm. from from everybody across the board. So uh, me, you know, I find it a little boring, but <laughs> but but you know, I can dig it if that's what you like. So so me, if you got me with anything action or or anything uh, a spy movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What about uh, the TV? Any 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 suggestions? Because I always like to get suggestions that you know you're enjoying that people might you know if they are not watching it that that maybe they'd say oh okay well I'll check Shelley says that's good I'll check it out any of those TV? Uh, for TV I'm I'm like just just old school stuff I like. Um, 77 Sunset Strip. I like Paladin. I like all that, all that stuff that came out. Uh, it had to be sixties. Right. Cause yes. all, cause most of it, most of it is black and white. <laughs> so I, I watch a lot of that and, um, I don't know. I, you know, and I like comedies. If, if you got me with something that that's, you know, that's really funny, like all the naked gun movies, you know, with, oh, uh, yes. <laughs> what's, what's his name? Uh, Nielsen. What's his name? Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> you know, Leslie Nielsen. Yes. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. I, I watch those all day and night. I hope they do some more, but um, and that's the kind of stuff I like anyway, yeah. you know, yeah. might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Shelly, I cannot thank you enough, and I, I you know, encourage people to check out your website and your socials to find out where you're going to be appearing next, and uh, uh, the best of luck with more Honeycomb coming our way. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you having me and, and getting the word out that, that we're still here and eager to entertain you. <laughs> hey. 
And a big thank you going out to Shelly Clark for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. She, of course, like I said, was with the group Honeycone, and she still is. She's out touring, and keep your eye out. Go to her socials and her uh, website to find out where she will be, when she will be, and all that stuff as 2024 comes our way. So it's going to be something to look out for as she comes out singing once again. And like I said, we want to thank her so much for joining us. Well, we have had a uh, great year. We have more shows coming this year. We have a musical act uh, once again coming our way that had monster hits, a lot of big stuff, sang, sang theme songs to TV shows. And uh, if all goes well, we're going to not just have one person from the group. We're going to have three people from the group at the same time. So it's going to it's, it's always madness when we have more than one guest at the same time but it's always a lot of fun so next week be sure to join us because we're going to have a great time with this guest that's our our guests i should say as they come our way here on on screen and beyond and if you have a suggestion i always enjoy hearing from you you can send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com and i uh, love to hear what you think we should have, who we should have here at On Screen and Beyond, whether it's from the music or TV or movie world. We uh, just, you know, enjoy having all these people here to uh, share their stories. And I hope you're enjoying those. And I hope you'll tell a friend to keep things moving here at On Screen and Beyond. So check that out if you want and uh, let me know what you think. We'll see what we can do. And uh, that's it. Uh, that is it for uh, another episode of On Screen and Beyond. And so until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.